Section 9 of The Fasti. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Morgan Scorpion. The Fasti by Ovid. Translated by John Benson Rose. Section 9. Feast of Anna Perenna. Anna Perenna's genial feast is due upon the Ides of March, held close unto the banks of Tiber flowing from afar. The commons there assembled, scattered are, upon the herbage, youths and maidens paired. Some lie beneath the blue, but tents are reared, and bowers of boughs, and hut of reeds whereon they spread a toga against wind and sun. And there, with wine and sunshine, they grow warm, and pray for a long life, and hold a charm to be in every Cleathus they drink, of one year's life. They reckon up and think, they mate old Nestor's or Sibylla's years, they chant what they have heard at theatres, and beat time with their hands, then rise and prance, with uncouth gestures, through the mazy dance, and many a maid with unbound flowing hair. And the dance ended, men and women pair, returning, they pretend to titubate, and the mob hail and call them fortunate. I saw them once just as their pomp began, each merry soul dragging her merry man. Now for the goddess, prithee who was she, the fables differ, no two tales agree. Dido despondent on the funeral pyre, not stronger than her breast's anian fire, consumed, inurned, and tumulated, now the marble and the epitaph avow in her own words posterity to know. Aeneas gave the injury and brand, but Dido fell, cut off by her own hand. Straightway Numidians Libya overwhelm. The more Yarbus seized the vacant realm. Yarbus sat in Dido's seat and cried, Behold the Hymenals she denied, Behold Elissa's bridal bed mine own. The Tyrians fled, hither and thither flown, like bees without a king. And three years sped, three years of yellow harvest, vintage red, when Anna was thrust forth. She weeps and flees, but first performs her sister's obsequies. The ashes drank the unguents and her tears, and offering her dedicated hairs. Thrice she pronounced farewell, and three times pressed her sister's ashes to her lips and breast. With ship and with companion took her flight, Cast on her sister's walls a loving sight, Passed by Cosera's barren rock and made the fertile isle, Which Libyan waves abrade, of Melite. Thither, remembering the ancient faith of Battus, its rich king, did Anna speed. King Battus listened to her tale of sorrow and Queen Dido's woe, And answering, and said, my island is but small, but, as it is, tis yours. He meant it all, and would have kept his plighted word, but he dreaded Pygmalion's hot hostility. When Sol his revolutions thrice had made, Pygmalion them assailed, and Battus said, Peaceful am I, not warlike. Flee from hence, your brother comes, and we without defence. And Anna fled at his command again, to tempt the mercies of the stormy main, less cruel than her brother. O'er the sea, near to the rock Crathis, Camaray spreads her small plain. 
they were some nine slings cast off from the shore and striking sail and mast to take to oars but as the sails they furled a blast of wind bore on the prow and hurled the bark again to sea the land was lost again the little bark was tempest tossed until the very helmsman in despair forwent the rudder to ask help in prayer for Nyssa's head was buried in her breast she wrapped her tears from eyesight in her vest and she called dido happy happy all who on dry land bore death and funeral the ship was wrecked upon shore laurentine and crew and vessel swallowed by the brine pious aeneas had assumed the reign of latium and conjoined the races twain and wedded had lavinia unsandaled there he and achates walked drew anna near but doubted still that she could anna be wherefore to shores of latium cometh she tis anna shouts achates at the name she raised her head and uttered an acclaim her sister's base betrayer her beside what should she do where flee and whither hide the cytheraean hero held his breath tears gushed remembering Alyssa's death as he her thoughts divined o anna dear this land thou treadest on by this i swear land that thou wottest of and know'st that fate commanded me my gods to reinstate in this their home o oftentimes they chid my tardiness at carthage yet i did not dream of death past credibility is the rash act by which she ceased to be tell not the tale i know it all we met on stygian shores that bleeding bosom yet that wounded breast i never can forget o anna anna driven to my reign or by intent or hand of god remain how much i owe the lost elissa to i never can forget much i owe you stay and be dear to me o anna stay she credits him there was none other way hope e'en had left her him she followed home in tyrian die she stood beneath the dome and then aeneas midst deep silence said my bride lavinia entertain this maid there is good cause that we should grateful be for in the hour of need she sheltered me daughter of tyre she is on libyan lands empire she holds as sisters join your hands lavinia promises but hides a wound beneath her bosom silent and profound of causeless jealousy but when she sees gifts of great price succeed to promises she hates with deadliest hatred and prepares vengeance extreme to do and die she dares it was deep night and dido steeped in gore with squalid locks her sister's bed before stood and ejaculated sister flee flee this ill-omened roof flee instantly winds banged the doors she started from the bed leapt from the window and to fields she fled fear made her fearless with her robe unbound she fled as flees the deer before the hound tis thought numicius corniger her gave welcome and refuge in his placid wave they traced her to his banks and there they found the conscious river ceasing to resound the sweet sidonian rising she said thus i am a nymph of mild numicius and latent dwell in stream perennial anna perenna call me romans all rejoiced and straightway improvised a feast 
and ate and largely drank till daylight ceased but there are other ones believe who will she is the moon whose months the annum fill some deem her themis some the inachian cow some child of atlas and a nymph that thou anna didst give to job his earliest food another tale bears truth's similitude the commons of old days ere tribunes were fled to mons sacca to its apex bare where failed their provender their cereal bread one anna of bovilla born and bred that suburb in industrious and poor with feeble hands made rustic cakes and bore them daily in her matutinal round her aged locks with a light mitre bound and fed them with hot cakes and saved them so peace made the commons reared a statue to perenna for perenna verant were they one reason more and i will end this lay o oh, wherefore do our damsels chant and sing immodest verses prompted to such thing gravidus went to anna when that dame was made a goddess burning with love's flame co-partner of my month and deified my coadjutor likewise be he cried behold me i gradivus armifer smitten minerva by armifera o lend thine aid kind anna dear old dame and make like our pursuits our love the same she promises that she cannot perform and then deludes the god of passions warm declared the goddess willing was to wed and the glad god prepared the bridal bed and anna veiled and new trimmed as a bride was thither led first thing gravidus tried was her to kiss and roughly her unveiled he saw the cheat and passion then prevailed the diva anna chuckled at the joke and venus venus into laughter broke at mars and at minerva paramours therefore it is unseemly jokes and roars of ribald wit delight our rustic bores Paracidium, or murder of julius caesar i was about to pass the parricide of our great prince who pierced by daggers died but vesta from her unpolluted shrine bade me record it he was priest of mine that sacrilege was sacrilege to me i bore him thence and left a shade to be pierced by their daggers they smote caesar's shade midst atria on high his hall is made and in the magnum forum stands his fane the parricides who dared the deed profane against the head pontifical are dead bear witness o philippi field bespread with bones unburied bleaching on thy plain caesar by love and duty bound was fain by warfare to avenge his father slain scorpio partly sets next morning when aurora sheddeth dew shall scorpio depart in part from view liberalia third from the ides to bacchus is assigned o bacchi to thy seer be good and kind i sing thy feast i shall not now refer to semele and bolts of jupiter i shall not now sing of parental thigh in which you were matured no more will I, potter of Scythia or Scythonia, conquests or triumphs, inde thurifer. Be Pentheus too unmentioned, and pass thee, Lycurgi, madman, render of thy knee. Of Tyrrhenes turned to dolphins, 
miracles tis not my cue to sing my story tells why crones preside upon thy festival and offer cates to romans great and small it is recorded ganges and the ind subdued by thee first were first fruits assigned by thee to jupiter incense and cinnamon thou first didst offer him and broiled upon his altar entrails of a captive bull and thence from thee and these deducible such offerings were named libamina and liba for on hearths poured forth they were cakes for thou lovest all things sweet that be and honey twas thine own discovery bacchus to sandy hebrus journeyed with his troop of citers tis no foolish myth or tale irreverent to rodope and to pangeum flowery went he smiting resounding cymbals at which din winged insects then unknown came flocking in bees were they following the cymbal's sound and wheresoe'er they clashed they gathered round these liber captured and in hollow tree immured and thus the honeycomb found he satyrs and bold silenus it approved and tasted sought it up and down the grove the old man heard the buzzing in the tree and spied the comb but not a word said he he rode on jauntily upon his ass him guiding towards the elm he did not pass but stood up on his back and grasped a bough grabbing the secret treasures doing so thousands of hornets issued forth irate and stung the seniors bald and naked pate headlong he fell and the ass kicked him sprawled the satyrs ran to aid him when he bawled and laughed to see him halting on one knee with swollen face and pate and bacchus he laughed heartily and gave him mud to spread over the swollen face and smarting head and father liber took the honeycombs from whence our liber smeared with honey comes you ask me now wherefore a dame presides the bacchantes follow where the thyrsus guides and why an old dame tis her love of wine who better estimates than she the vine and wherefore wreathed with ivy do you ask bacchus affects the ivy easy task to tell the reason why the ivy spread by nymphs of nasa saved his infant head when stepdame juno's wrath him compassed boys endued with the toga virilis and now bright bacchus i must learn and tell why they invest upon thy festival boys with the toga libera or is it that still twixt boy and man thou hoverest in constant youth or is it this that thou art pater styled and fathers thee unto commit their sons or for thou liber art and with thy vestis libera they start with liberty of action days of yore when that the rustic senators were poor the plough was left for fasces consular hard hands not scorned at then from near and far to civic games the population drew honour to gods not feasting was their cue the vine's discoverer then stood alone nor shared with ceres holiday his own and when the tiro virile toga bore to-day seemed meet for its investiture o father liber turn if thou think fit thy gentle horns and swell my sails of wit argium festum the march unto the argai 
what they were and who they were shall in due time appear today and yesterday we journeyed there milvus rises milvus arising sloping arcton too child of lycaon comes to night in view what was it gave this bird a seat in heaven when saturn from his seat above was driven by jupiter he stirred the titan crew to war with jove and claimed from fates his due born of our mother terror was a bull and serpent joined a monster notable him the three fates had got into a fix with triple walls inexorable sticks by their advice in gloomy grove him bound and the lot ran whoever should be found of power to give his entrails to the flame he should coerce the gods the monster frame was cloven by an axe of adamant and hand of briareus the birds were sent by jupiter to thwart the fate decreed and snatch from flame the entrails which good deed the milvus did and won his starry mead minervae capti festum quinquatria tubilustrium martis one day betwixt and comes the festival minerva of quinquatria we call the five days feast from blood the first is free for she was born thereon the following three behold on strewn arena arms arrayed the warlike swords which charm the warlike maid now boys and girls up and do homage to the goddess pallas who instructs them who do homage unto her girls comb your wool and wind it off the distaffs that befall she will instruct you in the warp and woof and comb compressing tissues far aloof worship her full as all and ye that die the absorbing fleeces worship ye that vie in forming sandals shapely for the foot though tycheus and though epius to boot should lend their aid he would a cobbler be palace unaiding and physicians ye who by phoebian aid arrest disease soothe ye the goddess give your tithe of fees and oh ye pedagogues that lose your pay new pupils shall replace those run away moulders engravers and enamellers of arts the goddess all your crafts are hers goddess of song art thou assuredly if i am worthy pallas favour me the Corellian mount down sloping to the plain presents a terrace walk and little fane minerva captors and it was her own from day of birth cause of the name unknown we capitali term a head of wit goddess of wit she well doth merit it she from her father's caput also sprung no throes maternal with her shield unslung and when subdued the old falisci fell she became captive as old records tell she hath a law too that the thief should die caught in her bands decapitation by whate'er the cause may be o pallas shield with aegis thine are chieftains in the field and on the last day of quinquatria lustrate the brazen tubes resounding far and sacrifice to mars the god of war soul in aries now may you say as soul sinks down in peace lo yesterday he won the phrygian fleece the cruel stepdame roasted had the grain and germination seized had on the plain the herald from the tripod answer sought and delphicus responded response brought that heli and young phrixus must be slain was false corrupt the herald as the grain 
famine the citizens and stepdame force the king unwilling to such last resource phrixus and helle hapless victims stood and wreathed to suffer for the public good when nephili their mother floating by beheld them even so she stooped from high cloud-borne on city of the dragon sprung and carried off her children them among and for their flight commanded ares with fleece of gold to bear them o'er the seas over the narrow straits by ares borne hella with feeble hand let go the horn and gave her name unto the hellespont her brother almost perished in his want to help his sister which he might not do sister and partner in his peril too he wept for her as lost her deified hella thenceforth carolean neptune's bride arrived on shore was ares constellized the golden fleece the colchian people prized equinox three mornings more of the aeoan light divided equally are day and night feast of janus concord health and peace four dawning mornings more of frost bedewed janus must be adored concordia wooed salus romana with and our pacis sued feast of luna and lastly luna she with rule benign ordereth the months the month of mars hath fine and she is worshipped on mount aventine end of section nine